Hey guys, this is Billy with King Oil & Co. This is Sam Ace Things with Sam Sauce. And thanks for listening to Spill the Sauce Podcast. I love the degree of our guests. Where'd you go? To show, like, you know, like, one, like... Not to like knock, I'm not at all trying to do that, but like the different degrees of like professionalisms, like where they're at, like me, for example, I'm still in my home kitchen, like you're in your, uh, well, from your restaurant kitchen to getting a kitchen, you know, Roddy, you got a warehouse, you know, Stanky just said he had a, you know, a co-packer, uh, Coutinho had a co-packer, you know, like just, just all these like cool different levels of growth, man. It just shows like the message still remained the same with all of our guests from day one. To like make it as pure as possible from literally kitchen days to, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten years in, that customer's still getting that, you know, that millionth bottle and it still tastes exactly the same. So that's pretty fucking cool to me, man. Like just, you know, it's this the same, I guess what I'm trying to say is this, the same level of attention to detail is still there throughout all that, like all the, you know, all those levels, which is pretty fucking cool to me. And here in the waiting room, we have our next guest, Sam. Once again, man, introduce him in. Oh, man. This guy's killer, dude. Uh, his company is Danger Mates from Australia. Um, and how I kind of found him is he had a little bit of a metal edge to him, kind of like Ross with Brutal Hot Sauce, but, you know, across the pond, so to speak. So, yeah, I've been chatting with this guy since I started back in 2020. Um, super cool guy. I make some really killer sauces. I wish more people in the States could get them, but hey, glad to have them on. Let's see. I'm letting him in the room now. Should be in. This is our first, I want to say, international guest. Absolutely. Yep. That We've is... had people from other countries been on, but um, not uh, while they're being recorded, let's say. That is awesome. And look at us move the ladder a little bit. And we got our buddy over here. What's up, man? Yeah, good. How's it going? How's it going, guys? <laughs> good. How are you, bud? Thanks for uh, joining our podcast, dude. This is pretty awesome. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. It's good to uh, meet you guys. See you guys here. <laughs> no, totally, man. We were just talking as like it was connecting you in. You're our first uh, international guest, man. It's it's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, know, rad. Sam Love is, it. <laughs> future, right? Yeah, in the future, that's it. You know, it's yeah. it's what day is it? It's Wednesday here. You know. Oh, Wait, you know, twelve hours ahead, look out or something. I don't know. What's it like? <laughs> oh, you know, it's it's actually it's pretty sunny today, so it's it's looking good. <laughs> awesome! It's gonna be a great day for us then. That is, that's <laughs> fucking awesome, man. Usually, the way I mean, first of all, welcome to our show, man. We this is like me and Sam's little place. We like to talk about anything spicy, whether it's sauce, condiment, foods in general, interesting people we see in the space. And we definitely think you're a very interesting person in the, in like, at least the hot sauce space. So right. I know Sam was telling me to bring you on. We were super thrilled to have you on. Kind of like the place we always like to start with our guests is, you know, take us, you know, to the beginning, you know, why spicy food for you? What, where did that journey start? You know, take us from there. Uh, spicy food. Uh, it's an interesting one. I think most pertinent moment in my life was I used to love going and it's pretty it's pretty boring but like you know I used to love going to Nando's and I remember a few times we'd go there with the boys and and would be get a bit silly and try and chug chug out the the Nando's peri peri sauce bottles and I mean that that was a bit tame and then you know started started you know progressing and then me and my mate did a a pop-up little burger shop and um one of the first sauces we did uh 
was kind of the, the spicy, the, the strawberry and ginger one. And we had it with just some polenta chips. And this, this saucier guy came along and said, yeah, that was, that was pretty good. Um, and he kind of like, you know, helped me develop a sauce. But you know, it was kind of, you know, that, that basic beginnings, loving, loving your Tabasco and then evolving through Nando's and then not really getting involved into like the heat tactic stuff until I kind of ate a whole habanero and kind of went, wow, this has such like a, a beautiful, fresh berry taste. And they kind of, I mean, the pain was hectic for the first time, you know, eating a fresh habanero in you know, three hours or something. It was just like dry reaching. And I was like, why have I done this? But then I was like, this is actually got this beautiful flavor. And so it kind of was, that, that was a moment of like, you know, sheer pain and sheer delight, which kind of pushed me on to going, yeah, well, let's, let's do some interesting experiments and start making some sauce. Yeah, it was a bit of an, yeah. That was the pivotal moment, just eating that first fresh one and going fire out. Something special about these. <laughs> I'm glad to know that actually trying, uh, I, don't, I don't think many of us started that way. We try actual pepper. We're like, oh shit, let's just fucking do it. I think many of us started like a like a weird kind of hot sauce that's pretty lame and mild and then kind of work our way up. So good for you to just fucking jump right in there, man, and just take it full on, I guess. Take us kind of through one thing we always like to bring up with our guests is like, you know, like kind of like where they are in the world or in the country, or at least where we're talking to them here. What's like the spicy food scene like where you're at? Because I have a friend who's from Melbourne and I know like when she was here to, and we're trying to take her to eat like some like spicy Chinese food. They were like, no, like spicy is too spicy. We're like, really? So it's like not a big tolerance. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, it's not very spicy. Everyone's mm. <laughs> quite white um <laughs> just to, to, don't, i don't want to be uh you know racist against white people but it is um pretty much like that across the board you do get a lot of southeast asian influence so mm-hmm. there's a lot of of that thai spice which is pretty pretty good mm-hmm. uh, i've been to thailand a lot and they they do love their spice you know that, those birds eyes chilies do they do still give a bit of a hit but you know there definitely is a difference you know you go I'll go out to a Thai place and get a, a spicy curry and I'm like, this is mild as shit. And then, excuse my language, and then someone else is just like, where's the where's the milk? Can you see it? And they see all the, the girls chuckling. Um, but otherwise, it's not, I mean, it's starting to get a bit more of a scene in terms of, um, there's lots of local guys. Uh, there's lots of little boutique ones popping up everywhere in, in terms of sauce now. So, I mean, I started doing this about five years ago and it wasn't that prominent. I thought there was a bit of a gap in the market, but as soon as you dive in, then it, you know, you kind of unveil. There is quite a lot of people into it and there is a lot of diversity um, in terms of, I guess, different backgrounds. You know, I've met a few people from like Caribbean um, and another guy from Mexican that all kind of like bring their own uh, backgrounds into the local sources. But, and then there's always, but I guess in terms of when you go out, there's not really that much spicy, like, this is just like based on spicy or it's people started to dip their toe, but it's not, not very prominent. I don't think it's still, still growing quite, quite rapidly though. Yeah. Hopefully a lot to thank to you because I know I brought up your sauces multiple times to Billy. Um, <laughs> you have some more mild ones and then you have some extremely hot ones. I mean, <laughs> I'll fuck you up and I don't excuse my French. <laughs> <laughs> Like you're near, I mean, yeah, anyways, and that'd be something great too. Would you like to even discuss, uh, you know, briefly your lineup? I mean, what do you have to showcase? This is, you know, obviously United States dominant. There's probably a lot of people that are unfamiliar with your products, but if people have the opportunity to do it, yeah, shipping sucks no matter what. Um, Just do it. Yeah, yeah. So 
I mean, they're, they're in the background. I should, I'll probably grab some in a sec and show you a, a few light up of what we got. But um, we've got, you know, it started off with the original, as I was describing. We started a burger shop and we did this strawberry ginger flavor. So that's just habanero. I'd say it's like a medium. Then we've got a pineapple lime, lime flavor, which is like a little bit fruitier, a bit citrusy. It's still quite hot. We use mainly bird's eye and then like a blend of habaneros in that one. Uh, they're all like semi vinegar based, but we, what I like to do with, I guess, the Danger Mate sauces is make it a bit thicker. I don't, I'm not too keen on like the clean, real, like splash everywhere sauce. I like, you know, having a bit of texture on that, which I think is quite, well, it's not, I don't say it's unique, but it's, yeah, there is that differential against other uh, sauce players in the, in the area. Um, and then we've kind of got, that's the two original, then we've got the almost deaf, which is like almost twice as hot. Uh, that's definitely the, the favorite. Um, so what we try to, <laughs> what we try to do is that one. Yeah, you know, people people love it. I mean, it kind of just that was kind of when the the ghost we started growing my own like ghost peppers, Trinidad scorpions, and Carolina reapers. I just went mix it all. That's pretty much just with that and some like fresh coconut like sugar syrup. So just get that with a dash of malt vinegar. It's, it's quite nice. Got a real nice deep. Uh, rich flavor from the, the coconut syrup and then you get a nice like almost like barbecue flavor um which is quite interesting because it's all fresh ingredients right so but it's it, it gives you quite an interesting flavor and you know pe people love that and i think because it's it's a bit of a slow burn it's not like a like a stab you on the on the mouth quite quickly but it, it so you you have a bit more and you're a bit more and you're oh this is fine and then five minutes later you're like that was that was not fun. And then, so <laughs> that, that was pretty good and people really recepted well to that. And then, you know, just for my own preference, started uh, diving into the barbecue flavor. So we got the dead horse sauce, which is the, you know, classic Australian dead horse, chuck some dead horse on your pie type sauce. Um, so it's based on, we have a roasted eggplant with that with some uh, apple juice. And then just like, it's not very spicy, but you know, it's more of a bit of a taste. And then now we've got, you know, the, the, which is becoming pretty popular, the smoke of fire, which is you know, roasted poblano, sorry, smoked poblanos, smoked habaneros and garlic and onions. Um, and, you know, that's that's just a nice smoky, spicy, uh, uh, fiery sauce. So that, that's coming up. And then what else? I think... Uh, Don't you got a little, got little pocket bottle? Yeah, we got... That's the, that's yeah, the newest that's one, the, the pocket knife. So that that's a bit, uh, bit more refined. That's just fermented habaneros age for about three months with um, fermented raspberries as well. So you get that real nice, deep, rich flavor from the fermented habaneros and also the, the fermented uh, raspberries gives you this nice, like, you know, that tart flavor. And it's, it's super spicy, um, but I think like, the flavor is really phenomenal. It's almost like a, it's like an everything sauce, but it's, it's super, yeah. I don't know, it's, it's pretty unique, you know, taking influence from a lot of, um, that fermentation scene that's kind of going around now and a lot of influence from um what is it david david zilber in the noma in that noma cookbook if you've read that that's that's a pretty yeah, pretty special awesome and you got some great recipes for fermentation that so that that really um inspired me to do some of those yeah. more you know real fresh just one or two ingredients and make the fermentation flavor really come yeah. through into that respect yeah speaking yeah. more of like your dead horse sauce billy you know i've talked this thing up a lot yeah, um sure. i brought it up on most other podcasts it's a super unique uh, barbecue I, I would consider it like you know it's like a spicy condiment i hate to say it's a barbecue because i put it on a lot of weird <laughs> shit. i had a whole bunch on some pizza last night um still fantastic really good 
a hell of a lineup. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'll, I'll go grab some in a sec. I mean, they're pretty, pretty special. And we've got um, got my mates, well, one of my mates doing most of the designs as well, and then just a few of the local artists in Australia. So it's it's pretty cool um, trying to, you know, also just the design process to get all the the little illustrations done. Yeah, the whole thing is just super fun, just to get up and running and and just do as um, yeah, a little little side. Well, it's it's a side vibe for me, but it's it's been going strong for a while now, so. Still pushing along with it, which is pretty cool. I, I, love, I agree with Sam. I love like the wide range of products from barbecue sauce to hot sauce. I mean, I'm looking right now at your website. the The pocket knife it just looks so fucking cool. Like, I didn't realize it was like Lily's like it's a thirty milliliter bottle. It's so awesome. The name is yeah, awesome. Yeah. Pocket knife. I'm looking at your chili onion jam. If you want to talk about that, that sounds awesome. Yeah, that's that's just something I've just wanted to do for a while. It's just you know, I guess it's always evolving, trying to try new products, things that I like. Um, this is kind of steering away from the super hot stuff um, and have a bit more of a just a relaxed market. Just put it another put it on any, anything type. Uh, you know, I guess it's more of a it's definitely a condo condo mate as I like to say. It. You know, danger mates or the condo mates range. Um, so we, um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it's just like a classic caramelized onion just with um, birds eye roasted birds eye chili. Just you know, cooked up. Nothing nothing fair nothing too fancy. Just Try to be classic, simple, and it's got this really nice, deep spice. Um, you know, a bit of balsamic, red wine vinegar, and just red wine. Oh, sorry, and the red onions, and that's and then just chilies. Pretty much it. Nothing, nothing different about it at all. And then some of the coconut sugar, which we love to use in all of our products. <laughs> but it's yeah, so that's an all natural, like high, like low GI syrup. So you know, it's it's very good for you. Better than you know, it's a natural sugar. So. Yeah, it's 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 a special thing that we like we do. <laughs> what's, I'm curious, what's the challenge of like running such a broad like product line from hot sauce to barbecue, you know, to barbecue sauce to chili like a chili onion jam? Like, like I'm sure there's got to be a lot to keep track of, you know, and I'm sure there's different varieties of like everything that we don't even know about. So like, what's that like just handling all that product? Oh, it's it's it is tough. I mean, um. I guess I'm a slave to myself. We try, I try and keep as many products in stock as possible, but uh, I think we've got, what is it? Seven, seven things, seven items now, seven products. And it's, yeah, it is considering I'm still doing all the manufacturing, everything by myself. Uh, it's still very, you know, time consuming to, to do it all, especially when, you know, salad and there's multiple things sold out, but it's, you know, trying to keep tabs, you know, different, I think, we, yeah, what is it, four or five different types of chilies, and then we've got, you know, almost like four, five, six different types of fruits we use, and they're all like, you know, mixed and mashed, so, and they're all different seasons as well. So that's also pretty important. Mostly the summer fruits, but then also like the dead horse, that's that's like a winter eggplant uh, seasonality there. So, yeah, I mean, it is it does help kind of going in. I think people like the fruitier stuff more when that's more seasonal, so mm. that doesn't make a lot easier trying to source those things but that's they're sourcing the stuff it can be very difficult especially when they're out of season but so we try and stock up it's yeah it's a bit silly i uh, don't <laughs> it's, so just keep, keep a small product line <laughs> i mean it, it, it is true because like i mean I, for me i have two things about product line and i feel like i'm gonna go crazy sometimes we're like oh i have to make this or I have to do this i'm just curious with like i feel like six seven different things and you must lose your head but again like all this stuff looks amazing 
I mean, with the with the eggplant in the, in the like, I, just, I still can't like wrap my head around it because I keep telling Sam like eggplant is one of my favorite things of all time. Like, if you're giving me top five foods, yeah, eggplants yeah. for sure, for sure. And the way you used to be able to incorporate it is super awesome. I'm curious, where did like, I guess the inspir- like, how did the eggplant even come into the equation? Like when you're making that, yeah, uh, it's it's an interesting one because um, kind of comes back to I guess the origins of uh. The strawberry, the original source. So, me and one of my good mates, like, had a bit of a period of time when you know we're just working, you know, working full time in hospitality, just um, just cooking stuff up, just trying different flavors. And he was kind of like, you know, you cook all the eggplants up and you just leave them there, and they they like wheat. It's like, and you taste this, they're like it's almost like a syrup. And it was like this had this beautiful sweetness to it. And he's like. You gotta make gotta make a sauce out of that. And that was years, and it took me a while to kind of, you know, kind of figure out uh, how to incorporate it or what to do with it. And then, uh, you know, I was digging around, you know, some some uh, just you know some otolenghi. Otolenghi is pretty good. It has all those um, you know, Middle Eastern inspired recipes, and it's got a lot of those like, burnt eggplant uh, kind of baba ganoush type flavors with lots of pomegranate and like lots of fresh flavors. And I started like making some of those. Um, and I was just like, oh yeah, there's that nice sweetness coming through this flavor, and and the and the eggplant it kind of works. Um, and then one of the other ingredients, which kind of I just went, well, I'm getting this you know sweetness and a bit of savor from the eggplant, and it was just kind of lacking a bit of depth. So I've, I've I added um, some some uh, cold drip coffee, and it kind of like really created this beautiful like bridge between a few of the flavors and made it gave it that real nice like you know almost. Not quite umami, but like nearly there, like flavor, um, which I think is quite quite unique. Especially, it's it's that one's a pretty labor intensive one because you know I smoke the smoke the plants, juice fresh apples, cold drip the coffee. Yeah, Initially, I had whiskey in it as well, but I went that's too expensive and too hard, so <laughs> took it out. Didn't actually add too much, but it, you know there was there was a lot. Of, it's a lot of intricate details in that one, but that was that was a bit of a that was a bit of a development that one to kind of work through to. Yeah, to I guess get it to where it is today, and you know people do like it, um, and it is. I think that is probably one of our most unique products, definitely for sure. That's one of the most unique products I think I've ever seen. That's that's insane. <laughs> well, I, I remember Dude. when Sam told me about it, I was like, wait, wait, wait. You say eggplant? Like, were you talking about the same thing I, I heard? He was like, yeah, yeah, you have to try. It. I was like, man, that's, that just sounds amazing. Because for me, like you said, like I'm Middle Eastern, so like eggplant's huge for me. Like it's almost yeah, like, yeah. like every week kind of thing. So it's kind of awesome. Um, and then. I guess I'm curious, like, to what you have now. Like, is, is there anything else that you guys will come up with? Like, anything new in the works? Like, any new flavors you're like inventing somehow? That like, oh. spill the sauce exclusive. <laughs> uh, at Maybe the moment, some sweet always... new merchandise. I mean, you never know. Oh yeah, always, always new merch. I've got one of my mates who lives in Tasmania. Um, I am Rorschach. Check check him out on Instagram. He's pretty cool. Um, He's he's done up a lot of fun illustrations which we've been incorporating, which might come out in some merch when I've got some time to get it done. But um, I guess from a source perspective, some of the things I've been trying out is also is like these are uh, definitely like a more sambali type roasting, mm. you know, garlic and chilies with a bit of soy sauce and you know just just trying with that type of flavor because I think that's just a nice. We make lots of luxes recently, so super super hot like chili luxa paste. Um, but I don't, I'm, you know, I'm just trying to find a happy medium if, if there's something there that we would release. But um, it's kind of where we're sitting. And then 
you know, always testing or, or like the chili oils. That's that's something we've been doing, but that's that's just more personal use. I don't know if I'll get into that. I, and 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 um, you know, actually market a product like that. That's just for more personal use. Just press chilies in in oil. Like I don't know. There's, there's something you know great about having a, a personal range of hot sauce to choose from. But then <laughs> uh, I just love uh, yeah, just press chilies. That classic you know, dried chilies, dried chili paste, or oh, yeah. just fresh you know, chilies in oil. I don't know, there's something about it that just you can't can't go past, especially if you love chili. Like, that, there's a reason you love chili, and that's why, you know, why you're eating fresh chili, so. Um, this is a question regarding of, your your um, experience. I mean, obviously, you mentioned, like, you are involved in, like, the cooking industry. Is that your background? I mean, whether it's, you know, chef, working in restaurants, because obviously your recipes are very involved, yeah. so it's not like somebody's just winging it i mean you have a process you have the preparation down i'm just curious about that yeah no um was yeah a bit of a i'm not a grill chef when i was a bit younger just working some burger bars and stuff um but then mainly became uh, a bartender was managing bars for many years but that interaction uh between you know front house and back house staff with the bartenders and the uh the chef's symbiotic relationship feeding and uh serving food, drink to each other, you know. Um, I learned a lot of stuff uh, from some uh, Nepalese chefs uh, that were doing some pretty cool mm. stuff um, when I was working in a Jamaican bar. Like, um, so that was that, that, that was kind of where I probably think the evolution of my palate kind of came and always trying new different flavors. And they were going, oh, I've just, I've just like roasted this like pineapple and then like take that, use that as a garnish. And then I'll be like, oh, I've just done this this drink and they're like, oh, why don't you try this flavor? And there was always this kind of open conversation about, um, you know, how, what flavors they're doing, what flavors I'm doing. Cause then we'd also do kind of like, you know, degustation type things where we'd do, I'll do like matching drinks to their food. So there's always that kind of understanding of, you know, if there's, how do you complement one flavor from that cooked flavor with that like fresh drink flavor and how they kind of, um, pair with each other, which was, which was pretty important. Um, in those processes so that that was um that was years ago now i've been i've been a bit out of that that scene for a while but um you know we me and my mate had a couple of pop-up burger bars so we did for a little bit but you know didn't, unfortunately sydney kind of had a bit of a knife cast into its uh you know nightlife belly many years ago and it's, it's slowly been getting back but um i mean i mean trying to do markets and get get the courage up to to do some more fresh food or cooked food, but ah, it's a lot of work. <laughs> I mean, honestly, with your experience being like a bartender and mixing things for a drink, you got a one-up on a lot yeah. of people that are like pursuing hot sauce because that's what we're doing. I mean, you don't have yeah. to worry about necessarily consistencies or cooked, I mean, you're kind of mixing things and you're pairing flavors, so your palate has got to be killer because I worked with bartending, um, did a lot of mixology stuff with my background just being a chef i loved it chefs and uh, bartenders uh people that are their their best friends and then people like our servers they're just like me too and you're like no <laughs> you don't get it <laughs> nah that's all cool by the way sam i was a server by the way <laughs> yeah by the way i was too though i did it no, all no, no. <laughs> That yeah, was just a whole show. But that, that is a very good point, Sam. Like at least like that, like the act, like the mixology part of it comes in. Like I always feel like you understand, like I guess like certain flavors and like actual like attention to detail as far as like recipe making. Because 
I'm sure, like, or I'm, I'm sure, like, making drinks is like, you know, such an attention to detail thing because you don't want to waste liquor. I'm sure you do the same, like, taught you a lot about your hot sauce too, like, you know, just getting that attention to detail out. So I guess a lot of that, uh, you know, just plays ahead in hand with it together. I'm curious. You said earlier you do all the, um, you do all the legwork. So you make everything bottle by bottle yourself, or is it a co-packer, or how does that track go for you? Uh, no, originally I had some other people that helped me, but now it's kind of just. Uh, yeah, myself doing everything. Jeez. I've been trying to evolve up to it, but it's, it's, I mean, with not huge scale or like, I mean, I'm, it's okay, <laughs> but it's just pretty demanding. Um, I've always had a lot of friends help out. And then also the, uh, the two I see, the missus also always helping out where she can, which is always a savior. Um, but a lot, yeah, it's, it's still just, yeah. Because I'm looking here at your stockist list on your website. There's 12 different links here, Sam, and he makes for all of them by himself. That's crazy, man. That's a lot of work from sanitizing to bottling to making to buying. I mean, do you have enough day to eat, man? I mean, do you have enough time in the day to eat or something like or get something done? That's a lot. That's uh, just eat chili sauce all the time, you know. Kind of like a side thing for you. Um, so, I mean, do you pursue this to be, you know, your main source of income down the line? Like only danger mates chili for you, period. Uh, yeah, of course, still trying to trying to get it up and running just in, in some capacity, just trying to figure out how I want to execute it. If, it, if that's, you know, just danger mates, you know, doing just danger mates and selling that or maybe, you know, trying to start a little little bar again or a little burger bar or something, a little sandwich bar just to, you know, have the danger mates on the soup sandwiches. I was looking at a few things recently, but, but yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a good, keeps me in the hospitality scene because I'm not quite there with my full-time job at the moment, but it's, it's definitely, it keeps me involved and makes, makes me want to just keep that, that, that dream alive of, I guess, you know, hospitality is just fun and you're just always having fun and yeah, yeah keeps me there, but we'll keep working at it. Hopefully we can expand. Um, there's a lot of work to do it. So I'm, you know, always going to find maybe someone else to help expand. Um, but it's always developing and we just got to take it. Well, I'm taking it slow. I, don't <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as I'm curious, it's like your five, six year long journey also, like what's something in like the space that you've seen like grow or change or like a trend we've kind of went towards? Like what's some things you've seen like, oh shit, like, you know that wasn't that five years ago yeah just i think just in in general um the amount of interest in um you know, like boutique condiments fermentation um in the more like yeah i guess main mainstream uh hospitality scene in, in general like i think i swear like 10 years ago there was you know only a handful of brands in australia that you would see everywhere and you know, maybe like a, a boutique hot sauce would be like, you know, next next level. Like you'd be like, what is what's going on here? And then <laughs> obviously now you, you can go into any bar, any restaurant, any cafe. They've got like, or any shop. You know, they've got like twenty different sauces, uh, or you know, just just chili sauce now. And then you've got like twenty different, you know, chili oils. And then it, it's just insane. But it, it, there's so much variety. And the good thing about um, chili lovers is that you know it's like the same with like the craft beer scene it's like you can have a a fridge absolutely stocked full of like different different types of chili sauce chili condiments but and you're going to like have each individual 
desires all of them, but you'll still go through all of them. So it's not like, you know, it's a very competitive market, but you know, there's, I think there's always, always room and it's, 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 it's pretty friendly. I've met some pretty friendly, pretty friendly guys out there that are just keen to, you know, chew the fat and, you know, be friendly about chili sauces. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's just, it's immense. And especially just the, the, I guess the chili festivals in Australia as well, but I think there was maybe a couple, a couple of years ago. Now there's, you know, there's multiple in every region every year now. So it's, that's, you know, just, that interest is just growing and just uh, expanding yeah, exponentially. It's crazy. I always, you know, we get like that answer kind of, the same kind of answer pops up usually. And I always think of like the hot sauce world is like, I don't know if you've ever been to the arcade where like the more quarters you're pushing, the more quarters you're going to, the machine's going to push down. So it always feels like the more brands, yeah, like the more brands that come out. Cause like, you know, I'm sure like we all follow an insane amount of hot sauce pages, like on our Instagrams or like just daily feed lives. I mean, I'm pretty sure like every day I see a brand new brand or like a brand new kind of thing that just pops up on your page. And you're like, like, where the fuck did this person make this from? But it's pretty cool. Cause it's always something different, unique. Like, I mean, honestly, like if Sam didn't show me this, uh, like, like your products, who knows when I would have found out about them, you know? So I'm kind of glad he did. It's kind of the same message throughout. Like people like they just love to share in other brands throughout. And I mean, yours is like no other, like it's not a joke. It's not another fucking level. I mean, again, eggplant, is no fucking joke guys. to put because me and Sam always talk about what's the weirdest thing you could put in a sauce or condiment and like we were saying like grapes figs and like Sam goes dude this one has fucking eggplant and we're like let's fucking go <laughs> like we're just so hyped because we have a, like a, a yeah you have to reach egg. back to our older videos and just see your listen to your name drop yeah I mean again it just keeps like I'm pushing it I guess what do you foresee you think like where hot sauce will go in the next five years like what do you think will be a new trend or like or what are you trying to make a new trend i guess oh new trend what is well it's let's well there's already, there's already kind of out there all right let's just go some like i don't know chili chili gummies chili uh chili oh. chili um lollies let's let's what wasn't any of those that's that's what that's something i was maybe thinking of just because i don't know there's some people there's some crazy people out there i think there is chili gummies maybe but like Oh, yeah. I, hate, I, I hate to break it yeah. to you, but like I live, I, like the border of Mexico is like twenty minutes here from my house, and chili candy is like there's no sna- <laughs> there's no Snickers and like fucking Twix here. It's, it's literally just like like chili got like lollipops. I call it like, yes. like or something. Yeah, but like yeah, they have all that shit too. That, that's, that's like a insane. piece of dried mango coated in like chili pepper and chamoy. Like it's awesome. I mean, it's that was like my first introduction to like spicier sweeter foods was you know going to the local like mexican shop in town i was a little yeah. kid i didn't know what the fuck this shit was i just bought it it was great yeah it's just fucking it's, oh, it's nice. just like sugar ball just dipped in like a like a boat of like chili dust and they're like here you go like it's good for you and you're like all right but it is well, those things are super super delicious i guess uh, what i also wanted to ask you is you know how's like have have you expanded like outside of Australia? Like shipped to any stock is outside of Australia, or like shipped to customers outside of Australia, and what that's been like? Yeah, we've got uh, we've had a few, definitely a few customers outside of Australia. Interestingly, all over the place. I think there was there's definitely been a couple in in Japan, um, and then like where else we got? Definitely a, a few in London. Um, Amsterdam, just a few bits and pieces here and there. I mean, yeah, shipping is crazy. Um, yeah, but just, 
some people just get a you know a big ass order and ship it over. Um, I think especially uh, with with the uh, with the merch that's been pushed, helped but push some of the uh, stuff internationally for sure. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> that's that's been been alright. So, so I think that that helps. I mean, obviously, I thought that was interesting. I, I got some some haters be like, "This is cultural appropriation." I'm like, hey, "This is my culture. Come on, don't, don't be so <laughs> don't be so bloody." You know, I love metal. Back off. But um, uh, that's been pretty cool. Um, at least getting some small orders. Uh, you've looked at expanding internationally. It is pretty hard. I've had some interest from Vietnam and stuff, but it's like it is. It's difficult because <laughs> then it's like, yeah, you need to be like properly making sauce, which is probably the next step for us. Like, you know, thousands and thousands of bottles, like, a year, which we're not, you know. You're not a brand maybe. new of where we yeah. would want to be. It's yeah, kind of yeah. awesome for you, because, I mean, you know, you can get to the States or, you know, the South American side or more the Asia side, which pretty sweet. Take full advantage of that when you're able. Yeah, we'll try. Which we'll try. Need to just um, get a private jet or something so we can just, or maybe some drones just to deliver there you the go. Packages across That's the world. Five years, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, getting, we're coming up to that pretty quick. <laughs> it's not even five years. That's right now. You know they have those robots that deliver food like that, Sam, here in the West Coast. Yeah, it just, it just, it just rolls up right to your front door. And those things look super weird in the street, like very weird. Like so almost when, people are jumping on trying to like get a free ride to the next stop. Hey man, one day you'll open it up. You can find some danger mates in there. That'd be pretty awesome. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but again, brother, I mean, that's all I had for me. Sam, anything from you? Oh, God, yeah. I was just curious, too. With, uh, obviously, like, you know, your background being, like, a, a little metal, a little edgy. Um, your artwork speaks through with that a ton. Um, I, mean, I mean, does it I mean, does it get more involved with, like, you know, your branding outside of, you know, the labels? Are you trying to make, you know, like, kind of cool metal-edged, like, sauce titles or names or obviously the art too because i mentioned him billy that's what attracted me to your brand immediately it's just you're a fun you're like a metal dude and uh, you make cool shit and i needed to talk to you because that's that's what i'm going for yeah just, um, just so you know when sam goes on instagram he looks those things up he goes metal shit and cool and, and cool from australia he's like yep he's like that's it i found it <laughs> um yeah i like to um play yeah play i'm a, a big i'm a big hardcore punk fan and obviously a bit more of a metalcore fan so i like to play the music to my chilies when i'm making to make sure that they that's ingrained in them but um <laughs> other than that <laughs> um there's a I, well, I mean there's the branding we try to be a bit uh, hectic i mean some of our i don't i've been a bit unprepared here with uh things on hand to grab oh, but i've got everybody. Yeah, with the um, I guess just the, just the the vibe, especially being a bit more tongue in what's it tongue in cheek and a bit bit cheeky, to, trying to deface you know people we don't like in the in the in the system and and uh, attacking them a bit, uh, you know, burning them in the in a cauldron. I don't, if you if you see artwork, you might and you're from Australia, you might know what we're what we're on about. But um, little jabs there and there, which is is pretty inherent for you know the metal and punk scene, which you know we're pretty into. Um, uh otherwise uh, i don't know it's pretty hard to integrate i mean i don't know i don't know it's it's, a, it's an interesting question to be honest probably not flexing um that i guess and I, really don't hard enough. Like, I really don't feel like i do either i know like ross from like brutal hot sauce 
he's like all in the brutal death metal in your face and i love that shit i guess i'm going for more like kind of classic psychedelic metal rock stuff which is really cool in its own aspect but definitely not like deep in your face but fun colors cool background um but no it was just cool as shit just meeting you know another dude that just loves music i mean billy might not be the biggest metal dude but you know what he likes music he loves it and i just i love speaking to people in that Uh, it's very yeah music's pretty special connects a lot of people as it says it's food and i think you know yeah. That's, that's what you need to do is just music it's it's huge yeah it's, it's only those two things that connect us man food and music definitely for sure <laughs> for sure I mean, it's, the, it's the two things that everybody likes like no matter where or what they speak whatever they are it's the, it's the same two things it, it could make me like or dislike someone pretty quickly um but there's a lot of other variables that i could like you know not care about um and the people that i probably get the biggest rise out of and I'm asking, like, what's your favorite music? They go, oh, I like all types of music. I'm like, <laughs> so you're saying you like brutal grind gore, uh, like death metal? They're like, oh, no. I'm like, oh, so you're saying you don't like fucking anything then? Because the people that usually say they like all music don't give a shit about music. And I just hate that. I'm just like, no, you don't. Wrong. But I actually do love a ton of goofy music, which, you know, I'm the, I'm the, uh, the different person. Yeah, so it's, I think it's um, important to uh, not not be not be normal. You need to be a bit bit outside of the square. <laughs> yeah, especially with like social media. Like I feel like your music and lifestyle just adds more to your brand, right? Like the more you incorporate it, the more people see into your brand. You see what like what you're listening to, for example. Like I'll do that. I'll post what song I'm listening to just to like let people know, ensure whether people like the song or not. Like, hey, like this is what I'm doing. It kind of helps people like bring into the brand. I guess that's pretty cool. I, I think. For me, like as I keep looking at you, like your products page, the one thing that draws me in, like obviously besides the flavors and like the sauces, the products themselves, it's like just the artwork too, man. Like it's like especially the artwork on the uh, uh, the spicy barbecue sauce, like it's it's pretty cool, man. Like like the, it's kind of almost like tattooy in a way, like almost like I I can kind of see it as a tattoo, so it looks pretty cool. I've always like super drawn to like for me i don't look at products i look at the label too like the label has to be fire like it has oh, to yeah. draw your eye because like there's so much stuff now like as we said like there's a million things and you gotta stand out and i'm just looking like they're all first of all like a different color to some degree or like different color like i guess patterns they're all pretty like tight in their own way again just like that the dead horse bar- spicy barbecue sauce just has me like it's, it's a pretty cool one too hey if, if you ever want to like get on another big sauce swap or, or anything collaborative giveaway stuff um we'll send you some goodies yeah, because sure. uh, I, I gotta probably re-up on some of your stuff you're surely eggplant is life for him so you might need to try that yeah for sure for sure that, that's totally awesome uh, uh, i got okay, well, you know, billy he normally has a, a, a pretty cool like you know ending question oh, to one yeah, of the videos yeah, 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 you want to yeah, totally. take it away so, so this is kind of the question we like to leave all our guests off with. so let's say you're making a cross-country drive or you're on a long road trip right i don't know what time is the day 12 o'clock one o'clock in the morning you stop by a gas station you're getting some gas what are the three necessary gas station items you're getting like and gas doesn't count because you're getting that right away, right? And like coffee, like energy drinks don't count because you're gonna get that anyway. So like, could be like three snacks, like whatever it is you like. You have to pick up every single time. Oh, three snacks. Gotta go. First thing comes to mind is salt and vinegar chips. This is just a, a must, <laughs> or some type of chips. Great answer. Been getting in pretty pretty hectic into uh sour patch kids uh lately. Ooh. Those little little, little 
those little juicy little fruity sour. Oh, they're they're they're, they're delectable. Oh, so a big bag of those. Um, <laughs> I don't know, far out. And then a third one. What do you what do you get? Uh, might be. We're going to be a bit boring. Maybe a bit boring. Just get get a get a nice little little ice cream for the, or an icy pole. In Australia, we've got um one that about my favorites. It's called a bubble bill. It's like a little um cowboy shaped one. It's got a little uh bubble gum nose, and that's yeah, that's childhood favorite. You know, what, what's the so name? Did you, did you say bubble or buffalo? Bu- bubble bill. <laughs> That's, that's such a good like like things like that. I was like, well, like I'll never forget that name ever again. Probably like that's such a good. Yeah, yeah. That's, awesome, man. Hey, good on the point answers, man. I love that shit. It's funny. <laughs> Some people are just like, that's almost the most difficult question for them tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. These straight answers always like you know they tell me like you know what you want, so it's very very good. Because if we're all on a road trip and you're taking forever to pick your stuff, we're leaving you there. <laughs> you're gonna get left behind. See ya. Yeah, exactly. You, while you find your cup of coffee, we'll we'll get our stuff and go. Uh, but thanks again for joining us, man. Like again, this has been super fun, super helpful. Uh, we always love learning a lot, especially from like our friends across, you know, our international friends. It's very awesome, like to hear different perspective of people. Um, so we're gonna give you the floor, man. Plug yourself. Where can people find you? You know, where do you want them to go visit you at? Plug yourself. Go away. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, Danger Mates Chili. You know, we're from Sydney, Australia. You can check us out on all the socials at Danger Mates Chili. Uh, go and check us out at, at batshotshop.com. He's the biggest, uh, best, freshest supplier in Australia, matshotshop.com. He's huge, sells all the internationals, exclusive supply of all the hot ones, chili sauce, and he's been our number one distributor since, uh, you know, he started. He's really helped us push the products. He's a super good, good dude. He just opened a, an amazing new store, tasting shop in Melbourne. I'm going to get down there and Check it out. So that's hot shop. Thanks for chili dot com. Um, there's a few others, but you know, let those, that's here's the key one. Just and <laughs> go straight to the website. So it's what we want you. Traffic. Give us that traffic, please. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, get some sauce. Get some merch. Um, I spoke with oh, him a gosh. couple weeks back, Billy, and I couldn't find my stocking cap as soon as it started getting cold outside, and I was pissed because I've never wore like a beanie, a hat like this ever and i wore the fuck out of it last year and i was just like where the fuck and i found it i'm super happy it doesn't come up my head now there you go you better have that shit glued on your head till the next episode so that's what i want to hear now we're right on man thanks again thanks everybody for listening please follow dangermacechili.com on all social media platforms uh king oil and co sam sauce i'll put all our socials in the bottom description thanks again boys i'll talk to you boys later on Awesome. Cheers, guys. Cheers.